Uh, joining us right now, a Chicago author who has the incredible new book out there, Love You For You, joins us here on 88.7 FM. Good morning, Miss Precious Allen. Hey, how, how are you? I'm good. We're talking about the weather. Uh, we are. We have already announced that you won't be here in person. Sad face, mm-hmm. sad emoji. Uh, but uh, we're we're so happy that you can still uh, still give us a phone call. But we know that you're traveling. Uh, what is the current state of the roads out there right now? It is. I I just got home 20 minutes ago, so I left work at 3:40 and got home at 6. So it took you two hours and 40 yes. minutes <laughs> yes. to get home. Uh, yes. What is your normal trek like to give people um, some, uh, to give some, uh, some, a little juxtaposition? It's about an hour and a half. Uh, all right. So a little hour extra. All right. No, that sucks. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, no, no, no. Monday, Monday, it took me, I promise you, it took me four hours to get home. I left work at 3.50 and got home at 7.56. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I don't know what you do during the day, but they definitely should have like a pullout cot, like they have at the airports, <laughs> and just like no, like just don't even bother, like just just hang tight. You know, you're gonna be back here in a few hours anyway. So. Honestly, like I'm a teacher, so I should just sleep at the school. <laughs> I'm sure they got extra cots somewhere in the in the basement or they somewhere. Do. <laughs> I, I I I've been to a few schools. I know how this works. Uh, but uh, all right, well, th- thank you so much for your best Tom Skilling uh, report from the from the streets. <laughs> we, we love it. Uh, but uh, so, as you mentioned, you're an educator uh, here in the city of Chicago. Uh, and how does it uh, how does it that you decide to one day decide to start writing your own own books and novels, or I guess not um, novels, uh, short stories? Yeah, um, I actually wrote this book in 2007, um, and it it just got picked up. Um, in 2016, so it took me like almost 10 years to finally, you know, get it published. Really? Yeah. So I'm just happy to be at in this moment. You know, I like I just kept pushing it and trying to push it. So um, yeah, it took me like 10 years to get here. But the the, the message behind it, um, my daughter is half Mexican, half Black. Okay. And um, I took her to a park one day. She was three, so I took her to a park, and she wanted to play with some kids that were not of her ethnicity. Sure. The, the, one of the moms, like, came and, like, she was angry and she, like, snatched her daughter away from my daughter. Really? Wow, that's rude. Yeah. And my, my daughter, then, she couldn't understand it. So I feel like that parent really didn't know what she did because, like, she kind of, like, robbed me because I had to explain to my daughter at the age of three, like, what racism and prejudice is. Mm-hmm. And she didn't get it, so I, I, I wrote a poem titled titled um love you for you and it was just simple like about you know no matter what you know just just love yourself for who you are like have your own self-esteem take care of yourself no matter what anyone says and then as i started to teach it kind of evolved from a poem to like oh well you know what i would like for this message to also reach my students so i went back and i and i kind of like revised it and then the more i started to teach i I started like connecting with, with different teachers in like india and canada and stuff like that and, like, you meet different people and you realize that, like, you're one and the same. Right. So I kind of wanted it to be more of a global message. So then it ended up turning into a book that I just kind of pushed. And so now it's it's a book. It was my poem into a book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, and and do you think that this will, you know, the, these kind of stories are so, like, helpful, especially in this this sort of climate that we're in where there, there seems to be uh, a bit of a, a 
you know, uh, separatist view of uh, either demographics or class? Do you think like these kind of books are going to help sort of bridge that divide? I really hope so. And and like, you know, not it doesn't only, you know, teach self-esteem, but it teach it teaches global citizenship, too. Yeah. So, you know, at, like sometimes we as a teacher, I read so many anti-bullying books. And that's great, but it kind of never tells you why the bully is a bully. Right. Yeah, that's true. Because the bully has self-esteem, you know? So I I don't come across a lot of books that teaches kids to love themselves for who they are because it's kind of like taboo. Like, you know, if you say that you love yourself, you're arrogant, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's it's not that I'm arrogant, you know? It's just that, you know, I... I'm aware of myself, you know, so if someone was to bully me or call me out of my name, I know who I am. So I'm not going to, you know, believe what, what, what that person tells me. So I feel like it can serve as an intervention and that it can kind of, um, kind of bridge the gap to understanding, you know, why people may bully or why people may make fun of something. You know, like when, when I first started having my kids Skype with kids in Canada, my kids used to laugh at them because of the accent, but mm. they didn't understand that, like, not everyone is from Chicago. So, like, that had to be taught, you know? So it really has, like, bridge, like, gaps between, like, you know, me not um, understanding a different culture, but I can respect it. You know, I don't have to make fun of it, you know? So right. um, I, I really feel like it has helped in the classroom and it has really helped with the behavior management in my classroom also. We're talking with Precious Allen, the author of Love You For You, a book that is intended to, intended to inspire children, teachers, parents, social workers, activists uh, to want to make a, and continue to make a difference in life of uh, others. Here on Radio 1 Chicago on 88.7 FM, WLUW. I, I think it's a, it's a fantastic, you know, I, I have a young, uh, a young child myself who's eight. And, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, his, his school is prior primarily of one demographic and one background and you know and and I and I kind of feel like you know even though I don't think he's viewed as sort of an outsider but I I try to be intentional about uh have setting up play dates with kids that don't necessarily look like him or sound like him so that he has a bit of a a world or culture uh inheritance of other backgrounds and so that he's it doesn't feel foreign to him when he's older and he decides when he goes to a high school that has a lot of uh, different backgrounds or colleges i kind of feel like now it, it feels like there's this generation of uh, i don't know what i don't know if it's like the millennials or whatever it is but there's just a generation of of uh, young adults who've been so isolated their their entire lives and then when they get out into the world they just don't know how to interact with other people so I, i'm trying to break him out of that and that sounds like with this this book or this story is trying to get people to uh, venture out and b- expose themselves to others yeah i i can't oh my god you just said so much and <laughs> i really wish that like schools would have could teach global citizenship in the classroom mm-hmm. or you know they could teach it you know to, to like if if parents could you know set up play they just take their kids outside of the area and just let them go you know and I, I grew up on the west side of Chicago, so it's like predominantly black. And then it was, I lived around a lot of Mexicans too. So it's like when I got to, high, to college, um, I, I had a culture shock. Like, 
because the people around me wasn't what I saw on TV, you know? Yeah. I, it didn't match the stereotype. So I really had to, like, program myself. I judged everyone, you know. I, I just had, like, my, my walls up. I was very guarded. But it's because, like, you know, I didn't have that experience growing up. But luckily, um, instead of, you know, when, when I would be, you know, judgmental or guarded, instead of the other people bashing me, they used that as a platform to educate me. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. And, you know, it wasn't like I was trying to be mean. It was just like, this isn't what I saw on TV, you know? So I really just feel like what you're doing now is going to take your, like, your son a long way. Yeah. I, I no, I agree, I agree that, you know, like the, the whole park thing is, is such a is such a great uh, idea and something that I've wanted to. I just haven't found the time, but it's, a, it's an idea of mine to take him during the summer to different parks across the city. Because, like I said, there there is an area on the west side that's primarily black or you can go to an area on the, the southwest side that's primarily Hispanic or anywhere else. That is just one demographic because we're such a segregated city that, you know, I think it's yeah. important for for people to mingle and make that effort to go to a different part of the city uh, safely, obviously, <laughs> but uh, yeah, to yeah. <laughs> but but to to make that effort to expose their children to to different backgrounds, so that we're we're not we don't grow up being scared of each other, and which I think which, which I think is what's going on right now is there's mm-hmm. such a fear of people that don't look like us, people that are mm-hmm. entering into the workforce that don't look like us or that haven't traditionally been in those uh, positions. Uh, so there's this automatic fear and shutdown and just distance, and I, and I think as a country we need to do a better job of, yeah. of uh, bridging that divide yeah I, I I feel like my book itself you know I feel like you know if people buy it or not like that's just you know the message but I really feel like it's a one and done and I'm trying to take it beyond that I would love to actually um, start like some type of like non non-for-profit to where they host like just global citizen um like parties, you know, so like no matter what background you're from, like bring your child, you know, so like there can actually be a place where, you know, people from different, you know, backgrounds, cultures, religions can just come like to one place and just play games, you know, um, win prizes, face paint, you know, just kind of like, like your regular back to school black party. (laughs) Right, right, right. But kind of have it uh, where, you know, to where it's like, you know, people from different backgrounds, like us, like we want to expose our kids to different communities and stuff, but like we don't know where to go. Right. You know? So I would try to, I'm trying to like create like this campaign that, you know, I'm trying to find different people, you know, and sponsors and grant writers and stuff. But I would love to just have like a place where people can go to you know to where they want to like you know, expose their kids and be in a safe environment because we all know, I remember being honest how Chicago can be. So yeah, just be honest. So just have like that that safe environment, and like even like you'll find yourself. Like what, I I, I love taking my daughter when she was younger to the children's museum, and it was just so many different people there because like just downtown, and like I was like talking to the parents, and it's like you know it became more of like a play date for me than it did for for my daughter. So. I would love to kind of like start something like that. So I am kind of, I'm trying to work on it. 
No, same here as well. Uh, whenever I go to these uh, functions at, at schools and, you know, talking to the parents and I'm, I'm as intrigued as they probably are of me because they're <laughs> there's such a, a, a class division between me and them. And it's very noticeable. So I'm like, oh, yeah, how'd you get there? That's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, me? Oh, here's Yeah, I just volunteer my time. Um, but <laughs> uh, what, what is what what uh, like I guess like this experience as an educator in your own classroom, like you were saying, like you do to Skype with uh, with the children from uh from canada which opens up that that dialogue Mm -hmm. do you feel like uh do you feel as an educator that more of that effort and i sometimes see it within my 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 own son's school of of them doing something to that degree as well using technology to do outreach and you know create and be creative and collaborative but do, do you feel like as an educator as a whole that is that that mission is is not being pursued as much as you would like it's not no, everything is test prep. Everything is can you pass a test? Yeah. Standardized test to bring funding into our school. You know, there are some schools that teach the whole child, you know, the ones that are funded and don't have to worry about the pressure of, you know, keeping the school open this year and paying teachers next year. But, um, yeah, it's, I don't think it's pushed as much as it's supposed to be. Um, I teach meditation and yoga in the classroom, and luckily I'm at a school that, you know, is very open to letting teachers have their own teaching style. Like, we stick to the curriculum, but, you know, it's not cookie-cut, you know, to where it's like you have to teach a certain way and, you know, do it exactly. So I do have that freedom to, you know, teach yoga, meditation, affirmations, but I've also taught in schools to where it's like, it's I feel bad for the kids. It's like you are a number in front of me and you are here to produce a score. And whatever your score is, it's going to reflect whether or not I'm a good or a bad teacher. It's like that was the culture of the school and I had to get out because that's not who I am. Like that's not why I got into education. Right. No, I, I'm sure a lot of. Uh, Hope I'm not getting too real. <laughs> no, not at all. Like, trust me, I I, I am very familiar with uh with, with their story. Uh, we're talking with Precious Allen, a Chicago-based author, about her latest book, uh, "Love You for You." Uh, tell us where where can people uh, pick up uh, "Love You for You"? I, I'm sure I want to want to get a copy for myself. Uh, this sounds like an amazing story. Uh, as something that I definitely want to read with my son and uh, hopefully share with others. How can how can I get this in my life? Um, it was published in the United Kingdom, so it's Amazon.uk.com. The regular Amazon is not supporting me, so it's, um, it's okay. We're supporting you. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, Amazon.uk.com. Okay, and they can follow my Facebook, Precious Island, the author, and I have it like posted on my my, my public page and stuff. So. All right. Well, you you keep working the working the working the publishers or self uh, independently producer yourself, publisher yourself, whatever. It's all good. Okay, I will also have your gift to you next week. Um, yes, it's so bittersweet. I I even bought an outfit for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it yesterday. <laughs> well, well, feel free to come. You can still come by and hang out. So it's all good. Uh, so it's okay. all good. We look we look forward to meeting you next week. That's all good. Okay, awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, press out and also tell people how they can keep up with you. Uh, are you on the social medias? Yes, I'm on Facebook, Precious Island, the author. 
All right, fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> we'll put the link out there for everyone to to pick up the book on Amazon UK since uh, America isn't showing love to Americans, which is surprise, surprise. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much, uh, Miss Allen, for making time for us and enjoy your day off tomorrow. Thank you. I, I will be in. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, you're listening thank to you so much. You're listening to 88.7 FM WLUW, Miss Precious Allen. Love you for you. The book is out there. Thank you for, to her for finding time with us.